Welcome to the Empowered Chic Podcast with Philippa and Cecilia. We want to bring you valuable and inspiring content on health and wellness, spirituality, yoga, and raw and real stories from chicks that we find empowered. Yeah, we are super excited with this episode today. We are bringing you a wonderful guest and an empowered chick, Stefania Aliciani. Did I pronounce it correctly? That's right. She's a health coach and she's a yoga teacher with a background in sales and corporate life. And it wasn't until a couple of years back that she decided to kickstart her own business and entrepreneurial life. So we're super excited to have you here. I'm going to leave you to it. And I just want you to tell us who are you and tell us a little bit about yourself. Hmm. Nice to be here, first of all. Who am I? That's a tough question. I'll tell you when yeah. I figure it out. <laughs> um, but what I do, I can tell you. So I, first of all, I'm from Italy and I live in Helsinki at the moment with my family, a son, a girl, my husband and a dog. And I used to work, as you said, in corporate environments. Yeah. I was working in a design, selling basically um, uh, design furniture and lighting and just... It was very exciting for a while, but I did it for 15 years, so yeah. mm. it got very tiring at some point. It just didn't give me enough. So at some point, I decided that that was enough, that I should, if this is the one life that I have, we don't know, we, there might be more, but <laughs> it remains to be seen. If it is the one that I have, I want to make the most of it. Yeah. And so I decided it was time to give it a try and just do something else that I wanted to do. Instead of being eight hours a day in an office, just kind of watching time pass and just not really getting anything out of it, more than money, just the money. The money was good, but there was nothing else mm -hmm. at the end. Mm. And so at some point last year after, um, something happened basically, but I, maybe I'll have a chance to tell you later, that gave me an opportunity to stop what I was doing. I was away from work a few weeks due to an injury, and then I realized that okay, there is more to life and I'm gonna yeah. go and find out what that is for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think sometimes you need that break in order to realize yeah. what is important in life. And I think we both can relate a lot to what you're saying in your story. I am also working as a yoga teacher, so mm -hmm. I'm, of course, very curious about what was it that brought you into yoga? What's, what's got you curious? The first time it was an accident. So I went to a yoga class by coincidence. I was supposed to be at a completely different class in a gym. Mm -hmm. And I ended up in a yoga <laughs> class. And I was like, okay, but I was too embarrassed to leave. So I stayed and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I lived in London at the time. I was really, really stressed out. Working hours were a bit crazy. And for the first time, I felt like I was really stopping and breathing and just taking care of me in a different way. Yeah. Not like in an aggressive you know, I used to um, box, like box fit kind of thing, ah, to nice. just vent out all the frustration, I think. And then this was actually something that gave me a little bit more. So anyway, I started, after that accidental time, I started practicing more. And initially, I have to be honest, it was just really good physically. Mm. I felt like it was doing good for my posture. It was um, my muscle, the, the whole body shape was changing. And then only later, like slowly, it started to just bloom with all the other benefits, which I think is what a lot of people start with, physical side, and then the rest of it creeps in. And the changes really happen. I Big love changes. that. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people can relate. Uh, and what I like to say is like, I think it's impossible, no matter why you start, it's impossible not to get 
any emotional mm. feelings or attachment eventually from your yoga practice. Yeah, it actually really changed the way I, I was, we were talking about this yeah. the other day, it just it changed the way I live, it changed the way I see things and the way I approach life. Like just a more understanding and more accepting way of being mm. compared to what I was before the practice. Mm. So it, it is really a huge life changing practice to have. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely is. Mm. It started with an accident. It started with an accident. I was completely embarrassed. I said, what is going on here? But yeah. that's, I, that's me. I just stick it out. Yeah. <laughs> the end. Like, it's only 60 minutes. It's going to be fine. My story was quite similar, actually. Really? I just It wasn't really an accident, but I was a member of a gym and I always went to all of these yeah. high-intensity classes. And I remember they had a yoga class in the other um, sal? No, that's the Norwegian. Room. The other room. Studio, yeah. yeah. Yeah, studio. Um, so I just went to that to try, and yeah, I, I really like something. Something just clicked, mm -hmm. and that was my beginning as well. Cool, similar mm -hmm. story. Very similar. Yeah. Uh, but okay, so you went from yoga and also dived into health coaching. Yes. Why is that? So at the time when I started practicing more and more with the yoga practice becoming a daily thing, I started changing my own diet, uh, which before was, it was already a good healthy eating way, like mainly my Mediterranean diet, like an Italian way of eating. Um, but I started paying more attention to certain things like sugar and, you know, noticing the difference it made in my mind and in my body as well. So I was getting interested into nutrition and I was looking for courses at um, the university, but it felt like it was really old-fashioned. Like the curriculum just felt like, you know, half a plate should be potatoes and meat and then you have the glass of milk. I'm like, I don't need any of that. I don't need meat. I don't need, I don't need milk. This is not going to work out. And then I found out about IIN. It just made a lot of sense to me. So I thought, okay, I'll do this for myself first, for the interest to feed my own curiosity. But then, of course, it just it made a lot of sense to help people with the information that I have. So through the journey that I did myself, sharing that with other people. I love that. Yeah, and both me and Philippa did the same course exactly. through IAN. So I think we all can relate we to that. We did. Uh, Stefania is actually my accountability coach for the last year. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, been, it's actually how we met. So it has been... Journey. And you have been mine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So... That's the nice thing too, you meet like a lot of uh, similar people through the journey and yeah. connect, it's really and nice. It's really good to keep in touch with those people because as a profession, health coaching is quite lonely, yeah. I find, I don't know about you girls. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but it is just, you know, it's you mainly. Yeah. And then of course there's client work, but a lot of the time you're spending with yourself. Exactly. So it's great to have these people to share the journey with and compare notes sometimes and yeah. if you get stuck mm -hmm. you know yeah. there's a lot of motivating each other exactly something that i didn't find in my previous job like mm. people like yeah. women especially working together in a in competition an empowering way not competing yeah yeah so you doing great doesn't take away from me that, exactly. that's something that i found only through this yeah yeah was it, like, it wasn't like that before i can assure you it was not <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I don't think it is like in a lot of like corporate yeah just studied fashion as well and had a lot of internships and stuff through that and I know exactly what you're talking about mm. it's not about becoming friends and like working together it's more about building your way up and if you have uh -huh. to step on somebody's toes on the way then that's fine yeah exactly <laughs> closer I mean don't get me wrong I had I made a lot of good friends in my previous yeah. workplaces yeah. but you know the closer you get to wanting to be um climbing up the ladder if you have some ambition then it's either you choose the goal or yeah. you choose your friends and colleagues yeah. and that for me was really tough yeah mm. i just didn't like it yeah 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 i can really relate to that i think we don't we both have the same view where mm. we don't think you have to like your success is not dependable on other, another person failing so yeah. Yeah. but it is the way it works in corporate though yeah because if there's only one spot yeah it's either you or me yeah but imagine how much you lose from doing that totally, because like yeah. when you can like learn from others you grow as a person as well exactly. which is really nice with yeah. yeah this industry but hopefully that's changing yeah <laughs> I, think it is. yeah. <laughs> I think it is changing a little bit yeah but i don't it's know if it's because now we surround ourselves with people who are like us yeah. so we only see the good bubble we're yeah. in the bubble now yeah, I am at least. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with the yogi community and with the health coaching community, that it's a different way of thinking. But even in the yogi community, there's it depends a lot of that. Yes, that's what true. people you are surrounding yourself mm. with. That's true. But I think it's like with anything. I think it has a lot to do with how people view themselves and your own self-esteem mm -hmm. as well. Because yes. if you're lacking a sense of self-esteem, then it's easy to be like not a good person to other people. That's true just because it reflects how you're feeling inside. Yeah. But I think we're both curious though to hear how you're managing and juggling everything like being a mom, a yoga teacher, a health coach, yeah, and yeah. like everything. <laughs> Superwoman. I don't know about that, but I'm trying my best. I mean, it's crazy sometimes. Some days are just they just go like mm. swish by. Um, I try to do everything. Sometimes I don't manage to do everything. I think the main thing for me is to be accepting and it's the one thing that I need to work on the most. Mm. So having to accept that I cannot do 100% everything at the same time. So what I've done is just use my time as wisely as possible. So I divide it into chunks, I use timers, I schedule. Mm. I'm pretty organized. I have a lot of help, of course. I should spend a day with you and learn how to be organized. <laughs> I, yeah, well, we can do that yeah. next time. Yeah, but I try to make my day as clear as possible. So I know when I'm at my most uh, focused and most um, efficient. And so I, all the activities that need my attention, I do those in the morning. Because that's my okay. prime time. Mm. So you start with... Uh... I start with all the stuff that's the most sort of mentally demanding okay mm. and i prioritize mm. there are things that i just have to let go mm. and that was a tough one yeah at some point it was just like okay i want to have my house perfect i want to yeah. have these perfect dinners and i want to work completely full-time and have my kids full-time it's like okay i'm one person 24 hours yeah. not gonna work do you ever manage to just like turn off um turn off my your, self yeah your head and just like take care of yourself and do something you enjoy and yes that's a must every day yeah i get my time on the mat yoga practice some meditation mm. when i have um the opportunity with good weather i take long walks in the 
forest. Mm, right. My dog always gets me out. That's actually one of the biggest self-care moments. Yeah. <laughs> like taking the dog out. He forces me to go out, which is great. It's a good thing for sure. Yeah. But I have to say, like, it's taken a lot of work to get to the point where it's like, okay, I can actually take this time for myself. Mm. I am not stealing from anyone. It's my time. I'm entitled to take at least an hour, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever that is, in a day to do something for me. Mm. And still today, I feel a little bit guilty sometimes. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's a work in progress. Yeah. When, when you start your own business, you kind of feel like all the hours of the day yeah. have to go there, otherwise you're not doing enough. Yeah, and at the same time, because I'm juggling a family and a business, mm. I feel like the family always goes first, in my case. Yeah. Okay. You know, if I have to choose what to do, I'll give them my attention yeah. and then I'll do the business. Yeah. It's the kind of work that I do, fortunately allows me to do it because the working hours usually can be played around our schedule. Mm. So especially with coaching, it can be like, I coach people at lunchtime, my kids are not at home, you know, mm. they're in school. Yoga classes very often are in the mornings. Evenings, I have made a decision to cut. I only do two evenings a week mm. because I want to prioritize the family. So in one way, I think one or the other has to suffer a little bit. And yeah. at this present time, I am prioritizing the family. The kids are still small, so. Yeah, that's a good Good I, yeah, I think I have so many years to go. My business will have time to grow. My kids are only this age now. That was my choice, but we'll see. That's good. If I was right or wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I so think far, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like, because you were saying, so you're a health coach, you're a mom, yeah. and you're also taking the gut health course now, so you're yes. going to become a gut health specialist Yeah. in the future. And you seem very composed when you talk about like your day and mm -hmm. everything that you do and how you prioritize but I know there are a lot of moms who might be listening who yeah. are also in the same situation as you do you also have like those days where everything goes off and you're like you know I can't I can do anything yeah. yes I do sometimes <laughs> I very rarely allow myself to do it because I feel so guilty about it and I shouldn't but I have those days there are days when I'm like you know after this I cannot do it just computer yeah. off I'm just gonna do nothing today I'll just do the bare minimum of what I need to and that's it so everyone has those days yeah definitely yeah. I'm I asking because I think people sometimes they feel guilty and they don't yeah. allow themselves mm. to have yeah. that and I I'm one of those people okay. but uh, more and more I try to allow it because I know that I should be okay with taking that you know if you're not in the right mindset you're not gonna work correctly anyway you're mm. not gonna get the best out of yourself yeah. on an off day so yeah. for example last week I had one of those days I think I spoke to you that day <laughs> and it was just like everything was completely wrong I was in the black cloud kind of situation I was like you know what I am I should study today I have one day a week which yeah. I dedicate to my studies mm. um, in depth gut health as you just mentioned yeah um, and I was like you know what I cannot do it today I'm just gonna screw that and I'm gonna watch stranger things <laughs> I love that <laughs> and I watched I don't know I binged so badly of course I'm so happy to hear that it's more people like that out there yeah <laughs> I have those and I didn't well. even feel guilty like you know what yeah. I work so hard all the time I deserve this yeah and yeah. so 
I do that. Sorry uh, if you guys are listening to a little bit of noise in the background is because, you know, we have some constructions happening. But yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because I know some women are like, especially in these days where we mm -hmm. see a lot of women doing their thing online and everything is perfect and they are moms and they have business and successful business yeah. and they're like, I managed to do everything, but we don't see what's happening behind the scenes. It's, you know, it's not as perfect as people make it out to be. You know, there are days yeah. where I take my kids to school and I'm like, have I forgotten something? I probably have. <laughs> I'm taking you to the wrong place at the wrong time and you're wearing your pajama pants. Okay, something just yeah. doesn't go right all the time, but it's okay. Yes. We're humans, come on. Like, <laughs> Yeah, so one thing that I wanted to ask you is, me and Cecilia were both health coaches, and uh -huh. you're also a health coach. We graduated in February, and I think Cecilia a little bit earlier. Yeah, like half a year earlier. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we're all kind of new to this uh, business. But I wanted to ask you, has health coaching been how you thought it was going to be? No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no. I expected to be very easy to find clients, first of all, and find people to help, because there are many people who need exactly. help. Exactly. Yeah. But I kind of under underestimated the level of difficulty that you have to get the people to actually understand what we do. Okay. So it's not at all what I thought. Like, I was expecting people to just find me and meet <laughs> me. And it just, like, really, like, through pinky eyes. What do you yeah. call it? Like, rosy, rose glasses? I don't, I don't know, know yeah. what you call it. No, I feel you. Like, completely unrealistic expectations but also I expected it to be less lonely and I mentioned this before yeah I never thought like okay it's just me basically mm -hmm. doing this and I don't really have well I have one colleague in Finland that does the same kind of work but we don't live very close so we don't very often see each other so there's no one to share it with mm. whereas with the yoga community I have plenty of colleagues to talk to all the time so health coaching is still relatively new it comes with a few struggles struggles yeah, yeah struggles is what i was looking for yeah i also thought it was going to be like super easy and mm, yeah. i didn't have to do anything people were just like i saw you were a health yeah. coach can you help me <laughs> so naive right <laughs> like out of nowhere <laughs> i don't know has it also something to do with in finland people being kind of healthy because in here in norway yeah People are quite healthy already, they exercise a lot, mm -hmm. there's a lot of awareness and mindfulness yeah. going on and I think people eat quite healthy. It yes. depends like what people need help for though. Exactly. You can be healthy yeah. but you can still like negligate your own self-care. Mm -hmm. And yeah. That's that's exactly true. I think the expectations came out from the course that we did. Yeah. When it's our American Institute and they yeah. It's a little bit different there, I think. The, le the general level of how people live and eat is very different from Scandinavia. Yeah, so as definitely. you said, people are more aware here. They're already, they know what, you know, uh, what psyllium is. They know yeah. what their omegas are. They know they need to take probiotic. They, they're already quite switched on, right? Mm. And mostly people are, they eat some vegetables. They know they what do. the vegetables are. Mm. I think <laughs> they do. Yeah. So it's not as dramatic as in the other side of the pond like other side of the pond is a little yeah. bit different mm. but i think the struggle here is there are you still need a lot of people like there still are a lot of people who need help they just don't know that yeah. you can help them mm. that i can help them mm. so that's a matter of i think marketing ourselves more yeah yeah it, because people it, are skeptical like it's if they don't know you to spend their money on something exactly. they don't know and it's all about like getting your name out there mm -hmm. that's the hard yeah. part i think yes. i think they struggle with seeing the benefits the 
the price uh, exactly. for the service thing. Mm. Because it's not a more it's not so obvious the results that holistic coaching coaching gives you. Yeah. It's not like a diet. It's like okay, exactly. I have lost five kilos. Yes, mm. you're worth my money. Exactly. It's not a tangible result yeah. like so easily to like so easy to record. Whereas the other things they can maybe see the value right away. Yeah. But the value that we give, like health coaches give, is so long term. Mm. It's like it's not a diet, you lose mm-hmm, five kilos exactly. and gain them in the next month. It's a lifestyle change. So yes, it's slower, mm. but it will be with you for good. And I, the results I see with some of the clients are just amazing. I'm just so happy to mm. see that I can do this with them. Yeah. And that's what really gives me the motivation to continue sometimes. Like even when I'm feeling like, okay, this isn't growing as fast as I would like it. But then I have these clients who come back to me with their feedback. I'm like, oh my God, I really helped someone. Yeah. And even if it's just one, two, three people instead of a hundred, this will really impact them, their family. Mm. Like if I work with a yeah. mom, I know that what she's doing will impact her child. Yeah. Because she's an example for the child. So it's really rewarding in other ways, not yeah. just monetarily. So you're creating the, the ripple effect yeah, right trying. away. Yeah. And I had a couple of people like ask me for like a mm. feeding program, a dietary program, and I'm like, okay, so I'm not a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. You know, we can talk about nutrition, but that's not exactly what we're doing. It's not about a quick fix, exactly. and you're gonna come back in two months having lost ten kilos. It's not yeah. about that. I mean, we can do that, but we <laughs> it's not what I'm here for. Yeah, exactly. I, mean, I don't think that's what you're here for either. But, but no. correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> So I wanted to ask you, you talk about your self-care in the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. Do you have like three non-negotiable everyday habits, things that you absolutely have to do every day? Every single day. Yeah. It's your non-negotiable Non-negotiables. I used to have a yoga practice every day and now it's kind of like I give myself weekends off. (laughs) (laughs) So that's not not really a non-negotiable one. My non-negotiable ones are eating, sitting down. Okay, All my so meals. mindful eating. Mindful eating, I just, yeah. Mm. And that is one. Then long walks, I just don't like sitting down. I think you've noticed this spending time with yes, me. Yes, definitely. I need to move. My body needs to you move. You guys don't mm. know this, but I've never met anyone that is stretching <laughs> so much as Stefania. <laughs> Like, I just turn her on and then I look at her and she's just doing some stretches and, you know, just I, cracking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just my body traps all the energy I needed to get out of me, basically. Oh, I can relate. Um, so, yeah, that would be a second one. A third non-negotiable one is the bedtime stories with my kids. Okay. That's every day. Mm-hmm. The whole family, we sit down together, we read, phones are not with us, we get time to catch up and just... Yeah really mindfully spending time together because the rest of the day can be very busy Mm. and your mind is somewhere else maybe i'm cooking dinner you're talking to me but i can kind of half hear you but i'm trying not to burn the dinner right Mm. that is the time when we sit down and we just there's nothing else just the four of us well and the dog yeah yeah those are like the precious times precious yeah Yeah. i'm gonna ask you about the morning routine because you already mentioned before more or less my morning routine, I drink lemon, hot lemon water every day yeah. and take my supplements. And do you want to tell the audience why do you do that? Well, why is it that you drink water. lemon water? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can do. I used to drink coffee every day and I drank <laughs> like 
amounts of coffee that it should really not happen in any human. Like espresso. <laughs> I didn't do an espresso cup. I did an espresso, like, yeah. what do you call it? Like the full... Yeah, oh, wow. the, I don't know, like the big Mocha, thing. we call it. Yeah. Like the, anyway, like, so the whole cafetiere, I would yeah. Not good news. And then I drink lemon water because, it's, first of all, it's a warm drink and I love it. And then it kickstarts my system, basically. Yeah. It flushes things out. I find it good to just clean my system before I even get started with yeah. eating anything. Mm. And I love lemons, they're my favorite thing in the world, so <laughs> yeah, that's the reason. <laughs> it's just good fine. for you. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Some people associate it to weight loss and they think that's oh why God, I was no. telling you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not just a weight loss thing in my uh, case. Yeah. yeah. If you have ever seen me, you'll know I definitely don't need to lose weight. <laughs> so yeah. Then we have some questions that we ask everyone mm -hmm. that's going to be on the okay. show. What three foods can we always find in your pantry or fridge? Right. Lemons, always. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and almonds, always. And bananas. Oh, love it. They're the ones that never run out. Mm. Ever. And of course, there's a million other things, but those are always there. Really? Almonds? Almonds, yeah. Good combo, though. Almonds and bananas. Yeah, for breakfast, for snacks. So now, what is in the horizon for you in the nearest future? I think hopefully more clarity. So now I have had my business for a year and mm -hmm. it's been, you know, like when you start up, start up a business, there's a lot of trying to get on your feet and figuring out what the hell is going on and this kind of thing. Now I want to channel and focus my energy and just grow the business. Mm. There will most likely be rebranding of my yeah. company and focusing on one thing at a time because the past 12 months have just been juggling a lot like studying this studying that yeah. courses here courses there my brain is exploding so i think yeah, yeah put this to fruition and do more love that and can definitely relate one thing at a time yeah multitasking is the biggest calm in the world it do you is. feel like that it is <laughs> it's, it's just we feel like we're being super efficient, like, oh, I can so much juggle a lot of the things at the same time. I'm doing so much mm -hmm. when you're not doing that much. Exactly. You know, we need yeah. full focus, like yeah. spend our time smart in smart ways and yes. effective ways. Totally. But you mentioned your rebranding and I think that's um, such a huge part of mm -hmm. the business because when we start, we don't know. When we get launched into the health coaching world, we're like, okay, you're a health coach, go, yes. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. fly. Yeah. But it's important because sometimes it's such a huge part and mm -hmm. we don't do the right choices when it comes to our name or company name and a lot of the things. And it's so important for us to be able to look at our own baby or business and be able to say, you know what? It's almost there, but it's mm -hmm. not perfect. So I'm going to twitch here and there and, you know, just take it to the next level. Exactly. You kind of have to give a little bit of a step back in order to be able to go further, I guess. I mean, with the experience of what has happened in the past months, because when you start up, you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm. And in my case, I knew the name of the company was not really working in the first place. But I was like, I am not going to let this thing hold me up. Yeah. I'm just going to name it and start doing it and then we'll change it. Exactly. It's not like, it's not set in stone. Instead of waiting for Instead everything of procrastinating, to exactly. Because yeah. sometimes I do this as well quite a lot. Like. I get stuck on the details and instead of just forgetting the details, I get, I waste so much time. Like with the website. Yeah. For so long, I was like, okay, so what is it going to look like and what is this and what is that? 
then in one day I was like, okay, look, just get started, mm -hmm. just do it, stop <laughs> wasting time, yeah. stop faffing around, and then I got it done. So yeah. it's just starting to do and then think about the details later, yeah. I think. Perfection. Perfection is, yeah. <laughs> The enemy. It's it's my biggest enemy. It's always been. Yeah. Otherwise, we always feel like we have to have more qualifications, mm -hmm. more things. I will do it as soon as I just know a little bit more. Yes. And you just gotta get it done. Yeah, exactly. And the failure will come, right? Do, totally. you, do you agree? I think I... failure has to come mm -hmm. in order for you to be successful. People are like, oh, but if, what if I fail? And then I fail twice. That's part of it. Yeah, you grow through failure. You learn stuff. In actually, my case, at least, I have. Yeah, I actually had times. this conversation yesterday with someone. He had just teach a class and he said how he had been focusing on um, the opposites of each other. Like, there's without any darkness, there is no light. Uh -huh. yeah. uh, without any pain, there is no comfort. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the same. Without failure, there's really no success. Exactly. You have to go through those parts in order to, mm. to get to so the success. So, you can the balance. Exactly. Both. Yeah perspective as well, well. Mm. we didn't actually raise on this com on this no. concept you know mm. we raise like a lot of people succeed and some people just fail mm. and you know fail is a bad thing yeah mm. nowadays every time i fail i just think of okay one step closer yes i'm exactly. one step closer yeah and also no one really prepares you for how things pan out when you work for yourself yeah yeah because, you know, mostly the examples we have are from people who have a daytime job. They go in, they put the hours in, they go out, get a paycheck, done. But when you work for yourself, there's quite a lot of things you need to think about. Yeah. And you don't always stay focused on the right ones. And so failure comes along and it's fine. You just yeah. It's like when you have a baby... You know, many people don't tell you this, but you fuck up a few times. I'm sorry if I swear, <laughs> but you don't, you don't know what to do yeah. in the beginning. And then you see these perfect moms on Instagram. It's like, oh, wow, I'm a failure. Yeah. <laughs> but it's normal. We just had like a couple more questions before we go. We just want to know more about you yeah, and so about okay. the things you love. So I wanted to ask you, mm. if you could be any animal in the world, what animal would you be and why? Oh, it's tough. It is. It is because I'm, I would love to fly, but at the same time, I'm a water person, so... Mm. Fly fish. Oh, that's a good, yeah, that's a good one. Damn, that's really difficult, Philippa. Is it? Do you want me to tell you? Like, mine, I can tell you mine right away. Yeah, Because sure. I've always wanted to be this. I wanted to be a penguin. A penguin? Oh, I love it! I love penguins. I've always and here loved... she's in black and white, too. Yeah. I've always loved penguins. They're very clumsy like me. They fall yeah. out of nowhere, so they're very... Maybe they're off. cute as well. Yeah. yeah. Maybe those are your spiritual... And they like, they swim, but then they also jump to the yeah. snow. And it's super yeah. cute. But I don't think I have an answer to that. Really? Mm. Okay, but you would be something that flies? I cannot make my mind up between air and water. Mm. You would have to be something that does both. I think I would say air a dolphin. A dolphin, yeah. I used to love dolphins. I was obsessed with dolphins when, I, when I was a teenager. Yeah, me too. You wanted to get, you wanted to get <laughs> no. a dolphin tattoo? No, never wanted a dolphin tattoo, but I had like dolphin everything. Dolphin bed sheets. Really? Like dolphin plush toys. <laughs> and my friends would like buy me... Um, dolphin postcards and stickers and i love it but they're so powerful i mean they so can cool. get the sharks away even. yeah i love it and they're really funny as well yeah or a and, bird uh, and dolphins can jump so maybe they do mm. they do 
I think that was a tricky question. You might it was. It was. One. It's, <laughs> it's like a five-minute answer. It's not going to be usable. We have a we have a tricky questions now. So, what was the last gift you gave someone? The last gift I gave someone. Well, I just had my. Oh my god! That's oh yeah. True. It yes, was me. It was you. It nice. was, yeah. I was going to say my kid's birthday, but I gave you a gift yesterday. It was yeah, a she crystal. Did. Yeah, we didn't think about it. I forgot that you had given me a crystal. Yes. Yellow crystal. For uh, friendship and... It's super nice. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what were you like in high school? Was high school, it was in Italy. I, I was in Italy in yeah. high school. I was awkward. Oh, really? I was a really <laughs> awkward kid. I just... <clears throat> Okay, so I had, I was one of the weird kids, basically. Okay. I thought I was cool, but I was weird. <laughs> in what way? In what way cool or in what way weird? weird? Weird. So I was very into certain types of music that most kids didn't really care about. Oh. I was very rebellious. I shaved my head. I had my hair red <laughs> and pink and blue and... So wore boys' clothes and yeah. just looked like I didn't give a flying <laughs> So, but I was a bit awkward. I didn't really enjoy high school that much. Oh, really? I felt like no one understood. Like the typical teenager. Yeah. Mm. Nobody gets me. <laughs> um, I just, yeah, couldn't wait for it to be over. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That's not the vision I had. Yeah, you, you should, I should show you pictures. I was <laughs> not popular. I no, you just, should be if you had like red and blue yeah. hair. They probably People know you. People thought I was a weirdo, yeah. But they knew you. They would they be like, oh, that's me. the kids. That's the, the weird they one. Tell you she looks like a boy, but she's a girl. <laughs> I didn't wear makeup. The first time I wore makeup was like 18 we, we or 19 We didn't wear 20. makeup in our Nothing. days. We didn't wear makeup. We're not that old. Come on, dude. <laughs> no, but like in, in, three, in, three, in three years, I say in our days, because no oh, yeah. one wear makeup when but I was wore in high school. in my class. Oh, not in my school. Yeah, really? they were pretty close. And no, like 14, 15. Okay, maybe we would do an eyeliner. That's it. But not like the crazy amount of stuff. Oh, 14, yeah, 15 yeah. is not high school. It's not? It is. That's high school for me. It's from the... High school is from 16 to 19 here. Oh, okay. Well, middle school... 19? 16 we're, to 19. Or the year that you turn 19. So it yeah, depends yeah. if you're... Oh, but I, I turned 19 right before oh, I with 19, we're not school. in the high school. We're in university. Really? Since 17, yeah. 18, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a little bit yeah. different for me. High school for me is from the 15 years, 14, no, even before, 13, to, really? to yeah, from the seventh grade to the... Yeah. We have it's a five-year year. thing in yeah. Italy, at least. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, because we have the, yeah. we have children's school until we, like, the year we turn 13, and then we start on the okay. middle school, which is three years, and then high school. Uh-huh. That's interesting, though. Yeah. So, yeah, just for the record, we're not old. <laughs> <laughs> Not inside, at least. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that was the questions I had. Yes, so we like to ask you to, um, for you, what is an empowered chick? An empowered chick is a chick that does what she wants at her terms and not giving a fat F about what people think. Not scared to do it. Not scared of what he's gonna say, she's gonna say, the neighbor, the mom, the dad, just follow your own heart or your own dream without sounding too cheesy, but just daring to do what she wants to do without expectations from others. Love it. Yeah, love that, I think so. Yeah. 
powerful answer. We really look forward though to see where this journey is gonna take you mm. and to see what the year is gonna bring for you. Me but in too, the meantime, where can our listener find you? They can find me mostly in Helsinki. So I teach weekly classes at Saga Yoga mm-hmm. in Helsinki and Bay Helsinki yeah. it's a studio. And um, that's pretty much it in terms of physical classes because most of my classes are private. I teach in corporate settings. Okay. And um, then you can find me on Instagram, Stefania Yoga Wellness. <laughs> and then you laugh. If you got, I laugh because it's so long. That's why I want to rebrand. <laughs> Stefania with an F. Um, We're going to put it in the notes too. And the website, stefaniayogawellness.com. Yeah, I love your website, by the way. Thank you. I think it's super clean and I just like oh, everything that you're doing. So yeah, that's where our that's listeners it. can find you. We're also going to share a little bit about you and we're going to share your socials and your link here Perfect. Thank you. on our Empower Chicks podcast. And that was it for today's episode, right? Yes. Thank okay. you, chickies. Yes, you thank you for coming to the podcast. We hope you loved today's episode on the Empowered Chicks podcast. We are super happy to be able to bring you not only content on health and wellness, but also Empowered Chicks as guests. You can find us on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So make sure you follow us and leave us a review for us to be able to grow and leave even more goodness to you. You can also find us on Instagram under Empowered Chicks or on our personal website, which we will leave below on the description. And thank you for being on that site.